0: There's a desire to celebrate our authentic self, but perhaps our considered self, the one that shows up when we're doing our best to be consistent, generous, and professional, that's our authentic self. And the voice that slips out when we're tired, stressed, or busy is simply an incomplete and lesser version of who we actually are. We're the sum total of the interactions we choose to create and the changes we contribute. Hey, it's Jessa, and this is Life After School. I just read to you the blog post entitled, And Who Are You Really? You can find the link to the original post in the podcast show notes. The reason why we label things, such as labeling our emails, is to sort out our inbox for a faster recall later. We also label people such as labeling a friend as trustworthy and a stranger suspicious. Why do we do this? Because we need to respond to our daily interactions quickly. Mostly, we label whatever we can label because Labeling helps us process whatever is going on around us without having to spend so much energy in the future. And because we have spent almost a third of our lives in school, can you remember who the pretty girls are in your class? The smart ones. How about the nerds, the shy types, and the jocks? Yes, that's right. You just label them. And the thing is, Because of the labels we associate with people, we also set out expectations about them. But most of the time, our expectations about people are limited. Suppose you were labeled slow in class, and you're not even slow because you're lazy. It's just that you needed more time to understand the lesson better, but the class doesn't have time to wait up on you. In that case, your teacher might have told you that if you want to succeed in life, be like Samantha because Samantha studies hard and gets the highest grades in English, math, and science. She even involves herself in extracurricular too. And your teacher also expects you to perform just like Samantha, even at the expense of your individuality. And when, the moment you don't meet that expectation, you are labeled as a failure. Verse, a hopeless case. Todd Rose, in his book, The End of Average, How We Succeed in a World That Values Sameness, stated it this way. Society compels each of us to conform to certain narrow expectations in order to succeed in school, our career, and in life. We all strive to be like everyone else, or, even more accurately, we all strive to be like everyone else, only better. But should we really aspire to be like everyone else, only better? Or should we decide to be our authentic selves? Like I have said at the beginning of this podcast, our authentic selves are based on the interactions we choose to create and the changes we contribute. You might have had a bad experience about expectations and labeling. And maybe you think that you are where you are right now because of the scars they made. That your family's expectation or your teacher's labeling doused your confidence and hope to become better. But you know what? They will only have power over you if you will allow them to. So, wherever you are listening to this episode right now, I hope you reconsider the future set before you there's still time to be you there's still time to create the interactions you want to flourish and the changes you want to contribute and that time is now i wish you well and thanks for your time let me read to you a question sent by jayvonne from digos philippines jess i just listened to your first two episodes and what really called my attention is the word creativity like you i navigated through life on the free path paved to us and now life after school left me wondering how do you creatively go through school how do you creatively go through life how do you measure it and should it be measured for me creativity is linked with art Important yet unappreciated in the corporate world, our life after school. Thank you so much, Jayvon, for your generous question. And yes, we've been so used with rules and manuals that we forget how to creatively go through school and in life. Let me quote Todd Rose in his book, The End of Average, How We Succeed in a World That Values Sameness. In our jobs and in school, we are told there is one right way to get things done. And if we pursue an alternate course, we are often told that we are misguided, naive, or just plain wrong. Excellence, too often, is not prioritized over conforming to the system. Yet, we want to be recognized for our individuality. We want to live in a society where we can truly be ourselves, where we can learn, develop, and pursue opportunities on our own terms according to our own nature instead of needing to conform ourselves to an artificial norm. So, back to your question. How can we creatively go through school and life? By throwing the idea that there's a map to success, Out the window. I used to believe that but it didn't do me well. And maybe you did too. That if you will do this or do that, you will be just as successful like those who came before. No, there is no map. But there are guideposts. It would help if you also note that the landscape you are coursing through, whether school, work, or life in general, is ever-changing because There are many factors at play. Some are things that you do not have control over. And you need to stop walking behind somebody else's shadow and instead be authentic about the interactions you want to create and the changes you want to contribute. Whatever kind of work you're doing now, whether you are a tech specialist, an engineer, a laborer, a teacher, a waiter, a freelancer, a garbage collector, or a fish vendor, Do your work not for what you benefit out of it, but for the changed lives because of it. Because to do work that matters is like doing art, where you express your best intentions not because you are paid to do it, but because you are generous enough to share what you can do to those you care about. And if you want to measure creativity, maybe you need to ask what it is for. And if you do measure it, who is it for? Because if you want to measure it to know what works and what doesn't, then by all means, measure it. If it helps you to become better, then measure it. Otherwise, there's no need to measure it, nor should it be measured. Because if you do, you will only fall into the trap of endless measures and statistics that you forget to focus on what truly matters. And that's doing the work you want to contribute and the kind of work you want to be remembered for. I hope this helps and thank you so much for the work you do. If you have any questions for this episode or on previous episodes, just send them in by going to jessa.blog slash podcast. That's jess dot b-l-o-g slash podcast. I'll play your questions on air and... I will give you a response on the next episode. Sounds cool? Cool!